This is the intro jingle. This is the K-pop Devok Show with Eric Nam. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Welcome, welcome to the K-pop Devok Show. This is your host, Eric Nam, and I hope you guys are doing well and you're having a great week. So today we have a very special episode of K-pop Tebak. It is with a friend of mine. His name is James Lee. So James used to be in a K-pop rock band, I guess is the best way to say it. And it used to be called Royal Pirates. And he was uh, the lead bassist and he used to write a lot of songs for them. And he was doing a lot of TV in Korea as well until he had a very, very tragic accident that ultimately ended his career as a bassist. It pretty much severed his left hand. Um, So he has gone through years of therapy and rehabilitation and um, just unimaginable uh, processes for him to recover. And um, he has been putting out music independently for the past few years. And he's been writing for, you know, loads of artists, particularly in China, um, but just kind of all over the place in the world. So incredibly talented guy, an incredibly talented and nice soul. And he's here to talk to us about his new EP that is upcoming in June of 2020. So uh, we talk a little bit about his music, about how he's been doing, how he's been just living life in these new times and uh, just caught up. We did want to mention that because there is some heavy subject matter, James briefly touched on just like having had suicidal thoughts and just some sort of anxiety and depression that came along with uh, the accident and and um, the incidents that he has had to endure over the past few years. So just in case you guys are very sensitive to that, we did want to go ahead and point it out before you dive into this episode. And as we usually do um, with any episode of ours that deals with issues such as mental health or suicide, um, we definitely wanted to leave you a number just in case you're having any uh, thoughts and want to reach out. There is a number. This is a U.S. hotline. It's 1-800-273-8255. And um, hope you guys enjoy this conversation. Uh, you know, obviously there are brief mentions of some deeper, um, darker things, but also a lot of brighter, optimistic, lighter things um, that really, you know, I think capture James's awesome personality and our friendship. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Be sure to check out his EP when it drops in June. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. As always, you guys, you can please uh, go ahead and subscribe to the K-Pop Tabak Show on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, whatever platform you're listening to us from. If you're on Apple Podcasts, we'd definitely appreciate it if you can leave us five stars, a rating, and review. And you guys can check out all the behind-the-scenes videos and um, photos on our socials at Tabak Show and at The Dive Studios. And become a patron of ours at patreon.com slash divestudios for a lot of other perks and really cool things. So anyways, without further ado, because I've just been talking by myself for too long, here's a great conversation that I had with my good friend, James Lee. Enjoy today's K-pop Tebak show. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners to the K-pop Tebak show, welcome. We have a very, very special guest here with us today. He's a good friend of mine, and uh, I'm really excited to have him on the show so we can catch up and you guys can... If you don't know him, get to know him. And if you are already a fan of him, we can hopefully have some discussion points that maybe uh, enlighten your understanding of this magnificent man. His name is James Lee and he's joining us today. What's up, James? How are you, dude? Hola, brother. How are you? I'm good, man. Well, I'm good to hear your voice. Good to see your face. I haven't seen your face in a while. I know. And you were here too. But then you were I know, here but when then quarantine, quarantine hit. Uh, you, you, can't, you can't break the rules, dude. 
Um, yeah. How are you? Where are you? Tell the listeners where you're at. So I'm in LA or LA County. I'm at my sister's place. Um, nice. Yeah, I kind of got trapped here. I was traveling back and forth between Asia and then uh, quarantine hit, you know, I and that just kind of turned everybody's world upside down. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now I'm over here and just helping out with my sister. She just had a baby. So, oh, congrats. Yeah, her second baby. So it's kind of crazy right now. We're going back and forth between the hospital. Um, mm-hmm. We were going and we were so scared that it was going to be packed with people infected and whatnot. But luckily, it seems relatively empty. Okay. Yeah. No, I heard that uh, one of the big problems right now with hospitals is that people have been told to stay home and not go to the hospital for so long that hospitals are financially, they're about to all shut down. I have friends who are doctors who are getting laid yeah. off, which is crazy because oh, you wow. think that they would be in a great place, but the coronavirus is really affecting everybody in right, unexpected right, right. ways. Yeah. But, um, Unfortunately. What can you do? Yeah. So, um, go ahead. Go ahead. No, well, I'm lucky enough to be here to help out because since she just had a baby and she's not able to like, like my parents can't come here. My mom can't come here and help her with the infant. Uh-huh. Um, I can be an extra set of hands to help take care of. That's great. Yeah. I mean, that's great for, you know, your sister and your brother-in-law, but also, you know, a lot of the people that I've been having conversations with when it comes to being kind of stuck at home, uh, they're saying that it's cool because they get to see their kids or their nieces and nephews grow up. Uh-huh. And like have these formative years right, together. Right. Yeah, man. I'm definitely not ready to be a dad after I, <laughs> I've seen like what it takes. And I have a new appreciation for my mom. Like, uh, yeah. oh man, the, the, can we cuss on the things that they go through that we shouldn't, I shouldn't cut. This is like, you can do whatever you want. The, just the things, the shit that <laughs> you have to go through, like as, as a mom. Dude, mm-hmm. thank God we're not going to be moms. Like for real, it's so difficult. It's uh, there's like so many complications and whatnot that you just I had no idea that existed beforehand. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, being a parent is that's gotta be tough. I I, I still don't know. I, I can't even commit to a dog right now. I want a dog <laughs> so bad, but I'm scared to commit to a dog. Best decision of your life. It would be the best decision ever. Uh, man, I'm like really torn. Um, but what yeah. Kind? What so, kind of dog are you looking into getting? I really want, like, I have really bad allergies when it comes to pets. Mm-hmm. So I need to have like a, what, the hyperallergenic dogs, right, right. you know? Like a poodle. So or a- yeah, like a poodle or a poodle mix. Like that's uh-huh. like the only one that makes sense because otherwise I'll like, I'll be sneezing. It's itchy and. Even with Rocky, like Eddie's brother, Eddie's dog, Eddie's brother, my brother's dog. (laughs) (laughs) Um, With Eddie's dog, like I love the dog, but like if I'm not in good condition, I'll be like sneezing everywhere. So I see. Yeah. What kind of dog is is Jerry? Is is it looks like Jerry was a hobo. He was a mutt. He was a street dog. Uh I think. I think he's a schnoodle. Like schnoodles are great. I used to have a schnoodle. What? Yeah, uh, it looked a lot like Jerry. Okay, um, all right. We had a schnoodle and a a, a silky terrier poodle mix. A silky, silky poo. Oh, okay. My sister's yeah. dog Benji is a silky silky terrier. Like he, 
he only like loves her and everybody else is an enemy. But then uh-huh. when he is sweet, he's like a sweetheart. But most uh-huh. of the time he is just in like protection mode. Uh-huh. Like the bodyguard. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 debating. But anyways, I mean, I'm so glad that we can catch up and um, I'm sure, you know, fans and people all over the world are excited to hear from you. Um, what have you been up to? I know we've been in quarantine, um, but, you know, I personally know a lot of the stuff you've been doing. You've been staying very, very busy, very active, uh, right, right. doing all sorts of music. But for people who haven't, you know, caught up with you in a while, what's like the quick rundown that you've been telling people like this is what I've been doing? Right. So like there might be a lot of people that don't know who I am because I went like a long period of being like absent in the entertainment industry. But mm-hmm. a- after I left Royal Pirates, I-, I was in a band called Royal Pirates. And then I had that accident where right. it ended my career as a bassist um, because my my hand was essentially cut off and reattached. Right. Um, and actually now it's like it's the worst time, but it's like so painful recently so i'm just downing Mm -hmm. downing uh painkillers but um outside of that i'm kind of distracting myself by focusing on music again and i released the light ep like two years ago it was crowdfunded like we has it already been two years yeah yeah it's been a while time flies i know i know and um i mean i learned a lot and i think that was kind of like a defining point in my career because Mm -hmm. the album did really well and it was complete independent release. Like it hit number one mm-hmm. in Southeast Asia and it hit top 10 yeah. like in so many countries. Um, yeah. And it was an independent release. And so I I kind of got a lot of hope from that, you know, but I feel like that album was kind of like, I have a hard time to say, I get attached to the songs that I write and I have a hard mm-hmm. time singing those songs. They're like, it breaks my heart. Um, so I spent a lot of time the past two years producing for other artists Mm-hmm. And um, I was lucky enough to have some success in China um, producing for some f- pretty big artists like this guy named Jason Zhang. Um, he goes by Zhang Jie and also Angela mm-hmm. Baby and a few other artists as well. Um, but then after this lockdown, I got trapped in LA. And mm-hmm. so that kind of went out the window. So right. f- at least for now. So I've been um, working on my own music. And I started up my Patreon and I'm releasing an album next month. I don't know oh, when okay. this is going to be released, but. Um, this is probably going to be going out in, what? what is it? Is it May right now? It'll be going out in June. I see. Okay. Yeah. So depending on my, the Patreon, I'm doing like a Patreon kind of promotion where uh-huh. um, I'm going to print every single patron's name on the album, on the physical oh, album. Oh, cool. Yeah. So that's like the promotion, the special offer this time around. But um, that's just kind of my way of thanking all the people that, you know, supported me and are continuing to support me through Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, but that promotion ends on June 8th. Um, okay. And as soon as that happens, it's done. That option's gone forever. And then I'll be releasing the physical album, hopefully at the end of June. Um, Dude, it's the album is like a new chapter. It's like a really big step for me because it's mm-hmm. a de- it's a departure from where I was. Um, in what sense? What what in what way is it a departure? How could you give a little context in terms of that? Right. So like when I was writing with Royal Pirates, and after that, um, I was still attached to the idea of being a session bassist. 
of being a bass mm-hmm. guitarist, a musician, uh, instrumentalist, because um, I played for 13 years, you know, so that that was my identity. And mm-hmm. I was so attached to that, but production was still kind of like a, um, it wasn't who I felt like I was. It's kind of what I like to do. But mm-hmm. working in China with different artists in China, I kind of found my my niche, my what I feel like I'm good at. And I feel like this album really expresses that mm-hmm. because it shows my, it showcases my production skills that I've learned. Uh-huh. And like, I know for you, you're like a su- super talented singer. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, you're very <laughs> welcome. You're out of this world, some might say. Out, you're, you're Zoom back. I'm sorry, that's like a dad joke. But um, you're... <laughs> You're singing. It, it, it's like an expression of you you communicating, right? So when you're playing guitar at a certain point, when you're playing so long, you're expressing what you want to say, what you feel. But when you're starting out on an instrument or you're starting out with a skill like production, you're not able to communicate as effectively. It's like knowing, knowing less vocabulary when you're starting out. So when I started off with the light EP, it was pretty much, I felt like I couldn't communicate properly, so I needed help from other people. But this album is completely self-produced, self-written, and I'm so satisfied with how it's come out so far. That's awesome. That's exciting. I'm, I'm really uh, excited to hear, you know, I mean, I've, I've heard previews and bits and pieces, and it sounds great. And I do think it sounds, um, there's like a, a noticeable development in the music production, I think, since the earlier stuff as well, which is always exciting. Uh, to hear artists kind of develop a sound and to move move from one genre or one story to another. And so I'm really excited to hear the full thing. Um, cool. So like on the music end, I guess, production-wise, you have continued to grow, you continue to develop, and to, to really be able to tell the story through music in the way you want. Like for me as a singer-songwriter, my hardest thing is, yeah, I can come up with melodies and come up with lyrics, but when it comes to production, I am horrible. Like I... Give me an instrument. I'm like, I will throw it on the ground because I get stressed. I wouldn't say you're but, horrible, but <laughs> no, I'm not good. But you, you are an instrument. You're good at playing instruments. You can produce everything, um, and that's awesome that you've continued to hone that craft. When it comes to like the lyrical stories and the content, how has that evolved over the past since, like, I guess the light to hear where we're coming out now? Right. So like. It's kind of like a downer, but the light was honestly, it was originally pretty much like a suicide note. Um, Mm. And I I brought it to my friend Enoch, uh, Mm -hmm. Enoch Lin. He's the lead singer of a band called Fike. And he's also a producer for many super talented artists in in China and Taiwan. He is just, he was like, dude, this is way too depressing. Mm -hmm. You need to, not just for your fans, but for yourself. change the message of this song. And that's kind of a bold step for a producer, you know, right. but he was kind of stepping in as a friend. Like you, uh-huh. you can't go forward with this track. You need to change it. Right. And that really changed the trajectory of everything that I'm doing. Okay. Um, he in, he saved me in, in mm-hmm. a way. Um, and so that track was just, th- that EP, the light EP was just me pouring myself into this like kind of opus, you know, this, this mm-hmm. final, like, I, I wanted something because I kind of had this fear after mm-hmm. my accident and I had a stroke as well. So I had yeah. a, 
I had a fear that I was just going to die at any moment. And I, I was just kind of paralyzed by this fear that um, there's nothing that I could do. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to leave something that I was so proud of that because everything I had written before, it was not me. It was, we were working with a, a, like super talented producers, like top of the line producers. You know, some of the producers we're working with, like, yeah. but that it just wasn't me as an individual. And so I wanted to leave something before, because I, I swear I thought in the past two years I was going to go, like, mm. not by my choice. I, I just figured, okay, if it happens, it happens. Mm -hmm. But then as time goes on, you know, you kind of, everyone adapts, you know? And so I kind of figured, well, now the time is, I have a little more time than I thought I did, you know? Mm -hmm. So I I have, I'm having fun now. It's not just like, I want to leave this epic, like, tale of my existence it's not that anymore it's like hey let me enjoy my life and Mm -hmm. that's what this ep is it's just me enjoying the sound design the the arrangement and the melody writing that's great i mean for for people for people who are listening in and and don't know james's story um and he briefly mentioned it a little earlier but um james did have an absolute horrific accident that had severed his left hand pretty much. Um, and I still remember when I got the call that you were in the hospital. Um, and I, I was just like, how is this even possible? Because it, it literally sounds like a movie. Um, and just watching you having to go through so much, so many surgeries, so much therapy, just the ridiculous things that you've had to, to overcome. Um, it has been, man, like it's been heartbreaking to watch on the side as a friend just because I feel like I haven't been able to do anything for you. Like there's nothing that I could do other than just kind of be a friend and be an ear um, yeah. where, where and when I can. But uh, so I think for a lot of people who are who are asking like, oh, like what what is it exactly he's talking about? It's kind of that. And right. I think what... Uh, James has alluded to is outside of this hand incident because you were in the bed for so long you you were going through all multiple surgeries you had like a stroke because you weren't moving because you used to be the most active guy that I knew you were the yeah, man. most healthy like fit boxing every day ripped with like eight packs not six pack eight pack like I think um, it was six it wasn't eight but thanks was it for ten that. pack it was twelve <laughs> <laughs> I look like a centipede but not anymore. Um, I'm like Homer Simpson now, which is actually, <laughs> I think. You're I'm, not like Homer Simpson. I feel like you're still like, you still look good. I'm so sure you're like, you're in decent shape. Like, I'm, but not, I'm, taking I know, it, not taking my shirt off anymore. That, that's for sure. But, <laughs> Bro, um, I haven't taken my shirt off since third grade. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I've, I've, deal, I've dealt with that. Um, but this is just so, you know, our listeners have a little bit more context on where. Right this discussion is coming from. Um, and, you know, you've, you've talked about it on, on other platforms and interviews and uh, that kind of stuff. So if, if you guys are interested in diving into more of James's story, uh, it's all available. Where, what's like the best place for people to really go dive into that? You know, I, there it's crazy because it was out in the news in Korea mm-hmm. and right. uh, it was number, it was like climbing the charts in terms of real time search. 
Mm-hmm. And then I was in the middle of my lawsuit. Right. And then suddenly it disappeared from the internet. Mm. And I'm not sure how that works, but I, I have like a couple of conspiracy theories. But um, the lawsuit was against a major corporation. Mm-hmm. And um, because the accident happened at a restaurant owned by uh, a very large mm-hmm. company. And so yeah. I was unable to fight anybody. And so all the news pretty much disappeared in Korean media. Um, uh-huh. But I'm assuming a lot of your listeners are all international as well. Um, there's been stories written, if you just look up James Lee accident or something like that, but it's kind of, you know, time, like time just, it just makes it all kind of disappear. And especially this day and age, but um, I guess people can kind of catch up with it or look at some of the news on my Patreon or mm-hmm. just even on my social media, they can see right. like the journey and kind of the growth. Because um, I kind of had to reset ever since the accident happened. Um, and I appreciate this opportunity for, for me to be able to speak up about it, but I, I really remember even you before the accident and after the accident, it's like totally different people. Um, Mm -hmm. not in terms of like your personality or anything, like your work ethic has always been there, but just how busy you've gotten, um, just like the success that you've seen. Like I've been witnessing that and I still feel like I'm in the hospital bed sometimes. Um. Mm -hmm. I think anybody who's gone through kind of like a traumatic situation kind of has like this, I don't know if it's PTSD, but Mm -hmm. like a frame of reference for wherever they are. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, dude, it's, it's not something that's easy to talk about. Um, but I think for people who may be going through, a difficult situation or a difficult time, you know, your story is probably something that people can find relatable and uplifting in many ways. I think when I look at you and the story and the music that you're putting out, um, if anything, I like to get the idea of just being undefeated um, with you. Just that even though it can literally feel like everything in the world is against you in many ways, like, because um, we've had discussions where, you know, you just go through both myself and you. We've we've shared just very difficult moments in our lives um, with each other. But I think that's like the the consistent theme is just feeling undefeated and being able to overcome obstacles. And and definitely it's not easy and it's nothing lighthearted. But um, for people to find some sort of solace and um, sense of relatability and even upliftment from is that a word? Um, just from love up, uplift sense of know. upliftedness. Yes, um, well. from from your story. So I definitely appreciate you sharing that with with our listeners. Um, I guess, like on a more positive note, though, like you know, you ended up leaving Korea. Uh, you've been doing a lot of writing in China with some of literally China's biggest stars, like the most recognizable, most famous names in China. You've been writing for them. You've been producing for them. You've been on stage with them. Um, and it feels like it's a completely different trajectory from, I don't know, a few years back. I know right now we're in quarantine, so it can feel like you know, we're kind of stuck, but I, I'm optimistic in thinking that once this is over, you're just going to be right back there. Like I'm not, you know, that's how I feel. Man, I, I'm, I have no idea because 
uh, one thing that I did learn from everything that I went through is you got to take it day by day. Um, and I'm okay with that. You know, mm-hmm. like I like to count the wins, you know, but big or small, you know, and just the fact that I'm, I'm not like super bummed out and I can help out with my family here mm-hmm. and I can see my parents, you know, cause they're getting older, you know, we're both of us, we're the same age. So it's like, we, you know, it's a, it's a bummer, you know, when every time you go back home, you see them and it's like, they got a new wrinkle or they're uh, they got a limp or something like that. And it's like, ah, oh, man, I wish I could help out some somehow. And the fact that I'm able to be here and actually provide that, um, assistance, um, it, it's a blessing in itself, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like everybody who goes through some type of tra- everybody does go through some type of tragedy. Uh, right. It's all about perspective, right? It's like to them, it could be the worst thing in the world, but it's what you do with that experience. Yeah. Uh, and that's really kind of become the defining uh, experience in my life. Mm-hmm. So going back to your album, you know, you said that this album is just you really enjoying music, enjoying life. Um, is there a particular message, particular lyric, or maybe a particular song that you really want fans to to take away from this or attach themselves to? I'd say the message that I want, it's not even something that I, I want to like impose on people, but it's something that I really felt throughout the process of writing this album is that everything that we build is like a sandcastle. Uh, because as time goes on, it's all going to wash away. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's just the thing about sandcastles is just, you really like enjoy the process of creating, right? Mm -hmm. You enjoy the, you enjoy the ride and Mm -hmm. when it's gone, it's gone. And that's what it is. And so Mm -hmm. that's the theme of the album. And I guess I could just say it here that the, the EP's title, the name of the EP is castles. So Mm. that's the, I guess before I wanted to like express something so bad, but in this EP, I really just had fun and wrote what was on my mind, what was on my heart. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. what it was like. And I think every song that I write has to do with love in some capacity. You know, Uh there I've written tracks that were just like, like I'm trying so hard, but in the, in the end, it it all comes back to love in some sense, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it's what hurts you or it's what motivated you to do something. Right. Yeah. That's life, I guess, you know. That's that's kind of what life is about. It's about relationships and love. And I people are like, what do you write about? I was like, I don't know, just like life. Just what is life? Like, I don't know, love, life, struggles, like <laughs> I don't know. Just kind of make make stuff up. But um anyways, <laughs> I'm definitely looking forward to hearing the full project. Um, Thanks, man. I know you said that it's gonna be out in late June. Um, and I guess you're just kind of waiting to see when you can head back to China as well to to continue on all the cool stuff that you're going that's going on there. Um, do you have anything else that's going on? Anything that you're looking forward to this year? I know every 2020 is just it feels crazy and it feels like like this year is just going to it's just a waste of a year. <laughs> it feels like 2020 just took a shit on like all of us, and uh, <laughs> that's what I feel like right now. I just feel like a 2020, it's not even like one dump. It's like explosive diarrhea oh my <laughs> all, God. Over, all over all over the world. And, oh my uh, gosh. I'm just looking forward to this shit being over with, man. And um, 
I hope that like I have a lot of not first responders, but people in the healthcare industry that work in my family. And I just, mm-hmm. I want them to be safe. You know, I, yeah. I, I care about them. Like, cause they're so brave, you know, to, yeah. to be continuing to work while this mm-hmm. is all happening. So uh, man, I just want this coronavirus to end. Um, Leave but, us alone, Corona. Yeah, go away. Um, yeah. But outside of that, I'm just excited to keep creating. And uh, like, I, I set a bunch of goals on like my Patreon, like now, now it's about smaller goals. Like before, when I was younger, like before my accident, when we first met, my goals were like, oh, world domination, you know, <laughs> like take over the universe with my rock, mm-hmm. uh, rock and roll music. But it's like, now it's just like, hey man, just, just make a song that you're proud of. Make, make something that you like to sing, make something that um, your fans will enjoy. And yeah. it, I'm just so much happier just doing it like that. Um, and so I have a goal for if I get 300 patrons, I'm getting a tattoo. Uh, what? I, yeah, I know. I committed to that with them. Of but, what? Where? Um, I'm thinking on my arm. I think uh, I was thinking. Actually, I was thinking about getting um, screws or lightning bolts on the scars. So it looks like oh. my hand is still attached. But like the problem is like the nerve endings are like super like. Oh, uh, yeah. Sensitive it, it's like and- it's kind of all over the place. So the pain is like. Right very random but i thought it would look cool but Mm -hmm. i I have a couple things in mind and uh my patrons are helping me decide but they're kind of (laughs) crazy it's kind of scary they might end up making me (laughs) making me get like some some weird symbol or something i don't know (laughs) we'll see um this is as you know the k-pop tabak show so we have to ask some k-pop related questions who are you listening to recently in the k-pop world are you listening to k-pop at all because i know some people they just kind of move away from it you can you be know, honest. Dude, so I I spend like so much time on Instagram. I'm like addicted. But uh-huh. I keep seeing Itzy. Do you know Itzy? Of course I are know they, Itzy. Who doesn't know Itzy? Are they famous right yes, now? Yes, they're famous. Dude, you're sounding like an Ajashi right now, dude. Dude, I love on, all dude. girl groups, man. I can't help it. I don't know. <laughs> something happened. Something happened to me. I remember when I was younger, I'd be like Oh, like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Now it's like, oh man, I love girl groups, but Itzy, man. <laughs> Itzy is it. Their shoulder movement. Like, I, I saw some, yeah, some video where they're just going like this. It, it's yeah. kind of like that, but like way cooler. And <laughs> that was super impressive. I don't even know what the song sounds like, but I just remember their shoulders were moving so fast. Itzy's um, great. Are, um, they, are like, they the it group right now? I don't know, dude. I'm like, I haven't been in Korea for so long that like, I don't even know what's going on. And I also feel like, uh, although I am hosting a show called K-Pop Tebak, like I'm, I feel like I'm an oldie at heart these days. And when I say oldie, I mean like K-Pop from like five years ago. Uh, Oh God, dude. Oh God. That's when my accident, my accident's five years ago. So that's Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. So who was like hot when that happened? I don't even know. It was probably like AOA and uh Oh man, the good old days. AOA. And like Girls Day <laughs> and Big Bang and uh Oh, that's super know. old school, man. That's like 7 years ago. Bro, I don't know. When you get past a certain age as it is our age, everything kind of blends together. I don't know. I don't even know. So right now who- so wait, what's your what's your favorite group right now? Do you have one? Uh, it's called James Lee. Correct and, answer. Uh, That's the good. You don't <laughs> even know. You didn't even know that. My, well, you let me on your show, so 
I have impeccable taste. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, so we math. have some questions. Just first word that pops into your head. We have a speed lightning round. Oh, geez. Are you what? ready? Are you ready? Wait, I also like Blackpink. Okay, let's do this. <laughs> I'm glad we made that uh, distinction. All right, are you ready? Uh, who makes you laugh the most? Jerry. Jerry's Jerry. my dog. Yeah. Your dog. What song makes you cry every single time? Ah, Kimbonsu, Poboshita. Oh. Favorite song to perform? The Light. I, I like performing my own song, The Light. The Light. Uh, coffee or beer? Coffee. Coffee. Uh, first K pop artist or group you ever stand? Stand. Oh, right now, all the girl groups are blending together. I think so. Girls Generation. There we go. Dude, no, no. The first gro- the first group that I ever stand. That's the question. Artist or group? It doesn't have to be a girl group either. Just whatever artist, whoever. Oh man. Nah, it's gotta be it's like Sonyoshide. I remember Sonyoshide. I was shocked. Yeah. All right. Sonyoshide. Uh what scares you the most? Um I don't I'm not really afraid of it. Well, Ooh. Losing losing a loved one. That's like the a boring uh, answer, huh? Haunted no, boats. I, no. <laughs> I don't know what a better answer is, but <laughs> no, very fair. Uh the last yeah. person that you texted yesterday. Let's see. Last person that I texted yesterday. Actually, Who's I don't, it gonna be? I don't talk to anybody anymore. Yeah, it's as just, you're swiping, I see you scrolling down your entire screen like five times. Yesterday was Amber. Oh. Amber? Yeah. What was your discussion? She said, hey, sorry, my sleep schedule has been crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I texted her like, I literally, she was responding to me from like texting her like two or three days ago. Uh, okay. But no, was, it, ha- it happens. I, I was just checking in on her because I feel like she, after the music video came out, she's been so busy. So mm-hmm. I just want to make sure mm-hmm. she's okay. Cool, cool. Um, person you would marry right now if they asked? Um, Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa? Yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah. Your fans are blank. Fill in the blank. Dope. My fans are sweet, sick, crazy. They're kind of crazy. Kinda Do you crazy. have a fandom name? Uh, not really. They're calling themselves, well, kind of Wolfgang. But then I think Wolfgang. we're going to have some copyright issues with like Wolfgang Steakhouse. Wolfgang Puck. <laughs> yeah. But because Jerry, my dog, I'm trying to make him like super famous because. Your dog is the cutest dog. It's not a wolf. I know you keep trying to say it's a wolf. It's not a wolf. Jerry the it wolf. a schnoodle. And it he actually, adorable. his name is Jerry because he used to look like a rat, like Tom and Jerry. But he, he became, I think, just giving him so much love kind of mm. made, made him into this beautiful creature. And now he's, so he's now he gets free clothes from Bape. He gets like, <laughs> free. He's, I'm trying to make him sponsored by like a dog food company, but so far, Jerry, no the product placement machine. Correct. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, that's kind of you know, unless you have other things that you want to share, you want to talk about, like that's kind of all we have that I have prepared. Um, I think it was a good way for people to kind of get to know who you are and hopefully dive into your music. Your socials, your Patreon, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but man. I don't no, know. I I appreciate you 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 doing this. I know you're a busy guy. No, absolutely, dude. 
And I never zoomed. I never zoomed. I just had. Is this your first Zoom? No, I did Zoom with my niece because I teach her. I I like help her with her like painting classes. Like she does painting and like coloring and drawing. She's three. Yeah. Um, But I never did it for myself. I just hope I wasn't like a downer because I'm naturally that's that's kind of it's it's what I am. (laughs) Well, you know what it is. It's you. You are very very sincere and heartfelt. Um, I think that's what it is. It's. I think you're incredibly considerate and you are you have a personality that cares a lot about others and it just makes you in a way a very emotional person. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um and I think that's just like your personality which is great, which is fine. Um so I'm glad that you were able to come on the show and tell I know we didn't dive so deep into it um because I think in order to do that I would have to probably prepare a little more to properly really dive into that. No, nah, dude, uh, I, I know that this was like kind of like, I know you've been busy and you just got back. I can't imagine that you're, you've been sleeping that much. Have you been? You know, life, life is, <laughs> life is crazy. <laughs> but right. no, I mean, I, I really wish you the best on, on the new album, the new EP. I'm excited to hear the it in entirety. How many songs? It's going to be six or seven songs. I need to double check. Wow. But okay. yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's like not very Korean pop. It's not K-pop at all. It's like dude, my stuff is not K-pop at your all. Your stuff either, is so. super like just American. You you just yeah. have like a American pop, but it's I just, with Korean I lyrics. Just am, yeah, I just look <laughs> Korean, and yeah. my my lyrics are a little Korean sometimes. But that's your eyebrows are so. Korean. You got Korean eyebrows for sure. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I, yeah. I really thank the ancestors for the Korean eyebrows. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but dude, thank you so much for joining us. You guys, please check them out on socials. It's James JHL. Yeah. And um, yeah, please love and support our good friend James. And uh, we'll connect again soon, buddy. Man, thank Thanks you for so your much. time. Appreciate you. Absolutely. Have a good one. Adios. Wait, my fingers don't show on Zoom. Peace. (laughs) Outro. Thank you for listening to K-Pop Debug with Eric Nam. British Airways is proud to welcome you to our home, to the thrills of London and the hills of Scotland, to delicious roasts and stunning coasts. Then explore Paris and Madrid and roam around Europe. Devour the art and savour the food, or just shop and shop until you flop into bed. Take off to Britain and beyond. Book now for 2021 and change later with our flexible booking options. Terms apply. Visit ba.com for details.